In Georgia, Jenna Ellis becoming the latest Trump attorney to flip in the Georgia election subversion case. She tearfully pleaded guilty to one count of aiding and abetting false statements. And then in New York, former Trump lawyer and so-called fixer Michael Cohen took the stand in the former president's civil fraud trial, testifying against his former boss. So much to discuss. Let's do that now with former federal prosecutor Renato Mariotti. All right, uh, Renato, so Trump was actually there in person as Cohen was directly implicating him in the inflation of asset valuations. How crucial was this testimony from Cohen? Oh, really important. Uh, you know, the judge already found that there was fraud here. But ultimately, you know, part of the core of the of the case that the AG is bringing, the attorney general is bringing in New York, it comes down to Michael Cohen and others testifying that the valuations were inflated, that essentially Trump was giving two separate valuations. He would he would have them low, for example, when needed uh, for tax purposes and high to lenders. Uh, and that's the core of the, of the case from the New York AG. And I don't expect that case to end up very well for Trump and uh, the Trump organization. I want to listen to what Michael Cohen said outside of the courthouse just a short time ago. Here it is. This is not about Donald Trump versus Michael Cohen or Michael Cohen versus Donald Trump. This is about accountability, plain and simple, and we leave it up to Judge Angoron in order to make all the determinations on that. But in a way, this is about Michael Cohen versus Donald Trump when it comes to believability or credibility. So who wins out on that in court, in your opinion? Wow, uh, that's difficult. Uh, neither are particularly truthful, but I have to say, um, you know, ultimately here, Michael Cohen's backed up by the documents. And I think that's really the key point here is that, you know, at the end of the day, it's very challenging when you're a business person submitting two different valuations to two different people and for the exact same property. And you're saying you can't say they're both accurate. And so I, th I think, you know, Trump has put himself in a position where even somebody who's been convicted of lying to Congress uh, is going to appear more credible to the judge. In the Georgia election subversion case, Jenna Ellis became the third former Trump lawyer to flip. Uh, she joins Sidney Powell and Kenneth Chesbro in pleading guilty. How is this case looking against Trump now? Well, you know, Trump was always going to try to blame the, the attorneys, Brianna. He was always going to say that essentially, hey, these attorneys are giving me advice. This couldn't have been illegal because I was following the advice from lawyers. Now you have three different lawyers who've all pleaded guilty. I would not be surprised if more lawyers that have been indicted in this case plead guilty. And I think that that's going to be make you know make things more difficult for Trump. Ultimately, there are going to be you know witnesses for Fonnie Willis. They're going to be saying that they understood that they were committing crimes and they took part in that. And ultimately. Um, this whole scheme was a you know, fraudulent scheme to overturn the election, not appropriate legal advice. I know you saw what was really a, a pretty extraordinary appearance by Jenna Ellis in court this morning. She made a statement, a tearful one, as I mentioned. Let's listen to part of that so we can discuss it. I endeavored to represent my client to the best of my ability. I relied on others, including lawyers with many more years of experience than I, to provide me with true and reliable information. What I did not do, but should have done, Your Honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were in fact true. In the frenetic pace of attempting to raise challenges to the election in several states, including Georgia, I failed to do my due diligence. I believe in and I value election integrity. If I knew then what I know now, 
I would have declined to represent Donald Trump in these post-election challenges. I look back on this whole experience with deep remorse. I wonder what you think about that. This isn't someone who's, you know, in their mid-20s. When January 6th happened, when all of the election subversion stuff was happening in, in late 2020, early 2021, you know, she'd been out of law school for almost a decade, and she's talking about sort of blaming those with more experience around her. Do you buy it? No. I have to say, Brianna, I, when I was a federal prosecutor, I actually indicted and convicted an attorney. And I have never in my life spoken uh, personally with an attorney who's more dishonest than Jenna Ellis. Uh, she is a very uh, incredible, somebody I don't take very seriously at all, uh, and really does not have much uh, ability as a lawyer. She was somebody who saw the opportunity to make a name for herself, to get her name out there. And I think she glommed on to this representation of Trump, but she was obviously over her head and was repeating things that were false on this network and elsewhere. And so it's hard for me to feel much remorse uh, here. And I really see some careful parsing for words there, where, as you point out, she's trying to blame others. She's trying to say that she didn't do her due diligence. She didn't care at all about the truth. She was willing to repeat falsehoods. And, uh, you know, being convicted felon is, uh, frankly, uh, par for the course when you're willing to do that as a lawyer. Renato, thank you so much. Obviously, so much going on, and we always appreciate having you here to discuss it. Thanks. Thank you.